0: Get ready for Money with Friends, the FOMO edition. How one investor went from thirty-five thousand in retirement savings in March to a million in just three—excuse me—in just three hundred fifty easy trades. I thought I got that wrong, but it's three hundred fifty easy trades. It is Monday, July thirteenth. This is Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grower Podcast, coming to you from beautiful Lake Mayapac in Putnam County, New York.
1: And coming to you from my mom's half finished basement and now in Dallas, Texas, where we're making episodes of the Stacky Benjamin Show. I'm Joe (laughs) Hi.
0: This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape. We break those stories down into what matters to you, our friends. We leave you with a takeaway to make it your own.
1: Today's show is brought to you by Tiller Money, and they have a new splash page. Looks very nice for our Money with Friends people. You got to go there just to check out the new page. It's awesome. And Tiller, if you don't know what it is, it's your financial life in a spreadsheet. automatically updated every day. Track everything in one place with total control of your financial data. Everything's customizable and no ads. And now, by the way, the people at Tiller told me that Excel just r- released money. Uh, uh, Microsoft remember the old product Microsoft money back in the 90s that so many people used they now have money for Excel and that aligns directly with what Tiller does so to check it out head to tillerhq.com forward slash mwf if you want to tell them that we set you we would appreciate it very much because that's how they sponsor the show they give us a little thank you for sending you uh their way and you'll see why I like it so much somebody so- I like so much Bobby Rebell here on Thank you
0: on Monday even though so I bungled the intro but I want to say why because as I'm reading it, it I wrote 350 easy, 350 trades and as I'm reading it I'm like that can't be right I'm like I must have had a typo because 350 trades is a lot but then as I'm reading it I looked down to where I wrote where I'd copied in in my files the actual headline and it is 350 trades so I was so stunned by this as I'm reading it that I messed it up You don't want to go. I thought thought it was, I thought I can't have possibly wrote this, written this down accurately
1: as I'm reading it. Imagine if you could start with $35,000, you only had to make three. I mean, 350 straight sounds like a lot, but, 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 but but let me put this in context. You take $35,000, you only had to make 350 moves and that will be a million. Would you do it?
0: If it was guaranteed, sure. I just like personally, we're, we're, we're good. You know what? Let's make that the
1: teaser. Well, let's get into it.
0: Yeah. This is Julian from rich and regular. The money talking party
1: starts now. It's time for money with friends. All right. Today's piece comes to us by, uh, from market watch, as we mentioned earlier, written by Sean Lingua. man, we do a lot of Sean stuff. What a good writer. Uh, Sean writes, he had $35,000 in retirement savings in March, 350 trades later. He's apparently sitting on $1 million.
0: Let's just, I just want to interject here. The word Apparently. I'll explain why I want to just emphasize the word apparently. We'll talk later.
1: Absolutely. You mean that that might have some significance? Maybe. Yes. Reddit.
0: Reddit's always interesting.
1: It, it certainly is. Uh, prepare for some serious trading FOMO. Sean writes, courtesy of Reddit's Wall Street Bets community. If his detailed stories to be believed, the user who identifies as Mori226 on the popular social media platform has had a spectacular. Run during the coronavirus pandemic, and he walked his fellow traders on Reddit through every step of his journey. "Quote: I cracked the seven-figure mark and then some. I started with thirty-five thousand in my Roth IRA in late February, early March." The trader wrote. He said he pulled out about fifty thousand dollars along the way. Here uh, they show the trades, and initially, by the way, Bobby, just to give people some context. Uh, uh he started there at the, the 20 or 30 and kind of bounced around a little until maybe mid-March. And then he had a nice big climb, lost almost all of his profits until uh, uh, around April 2nd or 3rd, he was down very close to where he started. And then he had a massive run up to about half a million in April, went back down to about 250. And then since then on, it's been a steady climb, which accelerated in June uh, so that as the time of this chart. He shows uh, 1095000 bucks. But anyway, how did he pull it off? Maury226 offered up some of the tips that work best. Hold at least 50% in cash reserves at all times. Don't beat yourself up on bad trades. Let the winners ride. Never put more than 25% in any single position and learn to cut your losses, to name just a few. Try to stay disciplined. Learning to control my emotions was key, he said. Losses don't kill options traders. Calculating your alternate universe net worth on your woulda coulda shouldas do mori yep uh, take it from there
0: all right let me me, uh, yeah so mori 226 went so far as to lay out each trade made during that stretch here are the biggest winners led by huge profits betting on alternative fuel vehicle maker nicola as well as amazon disney and apple and one last bit of wisdom to impart Quote, learning to get a sense of the current trend is the hardest part. Who is your best friend? The trend. Who gives you the giant pile of attendees profits? The trend, he wrote. Who buys your wife? A new Mac iMac Pro. The trend. Never try to outsmart the market. You're going to lose your shirt. What do his buddies on Wall Street Bets make of it all? The top comment pretty much summed up the outpouring of love, appreciation, and unveiled envy. Congrats. Now, F off. (laughs) Joe, do you believe, do you believe him? Number one, do you well, believe, because he, you believe, Sean, Sean writes apparently. And I think it's interesting yes. that the writer who's a very well credentialed writer is saying apparently.
1: Well, number one is he can't vi- verify the source because it's a, uh, you know, it's a Reddit user, it's right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but, but what he, but what he can do is you can track all these, these, these trades and you have to question somebody's hubris is somebody going to go put together three hundred and fifty or three hundred and sixty different trades just to brag on the internet to people they don't know about stuff that they didn't do, or did they probably do that? I don't think there's even a question here whether it happened or not because, frankly, I think it's irrelevant. I think the person's the person's finding and what do we do with it is where the win is. Do you think? Do you think Maury did this? Not sure. Clearly,
0: um, what do you think about his advice, though? I mean. You know, the, the advice I hold at least 50% of cash reserves at all times. I mean, so you're saying half of your money is not going to be invested and you can get this kind of leverage. I mean, and was he actually trading, was he trading options, not stocks?
1: Yeah, I think we so need to- So you're very
0: leveraged, right? So I, that's really dangerous. I mean, that's a lot of people can't do that.
1: Absolutely. We need to dive into all these because I, mean, because I think if you're somebody who's an active trader, I actually think, Bobby, for active traders, this is all great advice, but there's also something in here for all of us. And by the way, before you become an active trader, the amount of work you're going to do versus the payoff, and by the way, the amount of risk you're going to take when you don't know what you're doing versus, so you're going to make your portfolio a lot more volatile, you're going to risk a lot of money and a lot of day traders end up washed out. You look at any time, time things go against you, day traders get washed out. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to lead off. Let's lead off Bobby with the biggest piece of advice I found in here, which mm-hmm. is the trend is your friend, and True. that, and that's the one that works for all of us. It doesn't matter if you are a day trader, a long term trader, whatever. The trend is, which is, by the way, the reason we buy and hold. The trend in stocks, of the economy is going to continue is up. Mm-hmm. So, so we're all investing with the, the very long
0: term trend. trend. To be absolutely,
1: fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we're all investing. If you're a long term buy and hold investor, you're investing that the trend is your friend. So that is that is great. And the reason why people get washed out is because when that trend goes down and you've increased the volatility in your portfolio because you're trading often during that time, you wash yourself out quicker. This is exactly, by the way, what happened in 2007, 2008 in the housing market. Because of leverage, you see so many people talk about you can make so much money in real estate. That's because the trend is your friend. When when real estate prices go up, real estate's often bought with leverage. That Mm -hmm. magnifies your gain by a ton. You make a ton of money in a short amount of time because the bank is doing a lot of the heavy lifting. However, what happens though, Bobby, when the trend isn't your friend in real estate, everybody gets flushed. And that's because you, you have all this leverage and now you can't, you you can't handle it. So I love this idea that you shouldn't go against the trend. Okay.
0: Before I go into more issues I have with this person, <laughs> um, cause I have a lot of issues as people can tell in our, we we're doing this live on, on YouTube and people are commenting on my facial expressions. I do want to say one positive thing that I think he has in his advice is learning to control. He says, learning to control my emotions was key. I think that is really good investing advice that I, you need to not be emotional about it.
1: I think that's fantastic advice for everybody. We talked about that on Saturday show. Right, that just because the market is down 40%, you feel absolutely awful. If you think that long-term trend still going to be your friend, you, you have to you have to learn to control control your your emotions. And by the way, hanging out with here on uh, YouTube, if you want to hang out with us, head while well, we make the show, head to YouTube.com and go to the Money with Friends channel and subscribe. But Julie's here with us and, and is commenting about my comment about Reddit. Would somebody actually go through that with Reddit? And Julie says, of course, somebody's. Look at that. We're talking about them. Of course they do that. Of course, of
0: course they got a big article written about them. So, and then look at, okay, can we just, let me just go through the other quote advice. I mean, some things are like obvious, but like, duh, if it were that easy, I mean, let the winners ride. I mean, sure. Of course, you know, and then no, but like, let me, but, but, I mean, it's like, let me start to cut your losses. Hold like, on. Well, well, I mean, well, when let's do just you take sell? These. It's easier said than done. Like, of course, if we it's we like, it's like t- buy low, sell high, like, of course,
1: we got to take these one at a time though. Let your winners run <laughs> is also important advice, because here's what I found people do. I mean, sure. But how do you know? You know, like, Wait, sure. N- n- no, no, no. For, for short term traders, if stocks go down, you know what a lot of people do? They go, "Ooh, it's cheaper. I'm going to buy more. I'm going to buy more because it's cheaper. Right. Because we hear that by, st- by the way, great advice when the overall market's down.
0: Or right, because then, and this goes into when you're learning about investing. There's, you know, there's problems, and I forget the exact terminology, but it's systematic. I think is is if the whole thing is 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 problematic, but your one company might still be good. Um, I forget what it's called, but basically separate the fact if it's something that the whole market's down, but nothing really changed with your company, and there's nothing economic impacting that, that. That's fine. I mean. And, and you're right. So, in that sense, part of his advice is good. Learn to cut your losses. In other words, don't, if something goes down, make sure there's a, find out, is
1: there a reason they're down? And if there's a good reason they're down, don't buy more of it. Well, exactly. And the more, the more that a company goes up, the more that individual stock traders feel this desire to take those winnings, right? Take those winnings off the table. The, tr- once again, the trend and momentum is generally for a day trader is generally your friend. But what most people want to do, what your brain tells you to do, is I made all this money. I got to lock it in, Bobby. I got to lock mm-hmm. it in. Well, right. T- what people will generally do because that we're emotional beasts is we will sell those and we go, well, I have this thing that I've lost a little money on. I got to make money on that. You don't have to make money on, on every position. Right. You don't, they feel like they don't want to sell at a loss. Absolutely. Which selling at a loss and learning to sell at a loss and to go, you know what? I ate it on this one. It, it, mm-hmm. it, it sucked. I yeah. did the wrong thing and selling off your losers and letting those Winner's run actually is better advice than it seems like at first blush.
0: So, one comment that's good advice, but not complete advice, he says, never put more than 25% in any single position. So, I agree with that. However, 25% is ridiculously high. Like, that's all that's too much. I mean, everyone has to figure out what the right number is. But, I mean, I would, I, I think maybe 5%, 10% if you're going to be holding individual stocks, that's already a big position. 25% for the average person is probably gonna be too much. So he's saying never put more than 25%. Yes, I agree, but I think twenty five percent is also too much. Still I don't too know. big. What a do you number.
1: think? No, I agree with you. I mean, and if you're listening to this, by the way, and you're <clears> in a mutual fund or <throat> or an exchange traded fund, realize that that this doesn't include you. The oh, reason no. it doesn't include That's you is because you already have. If you own the S and P five hundred, you own five hundred companies. This guy's saying don't put more than twenty five percent in one company, not one fund. So don't. Right. I, I wouldn't worry as much if you're a, right. a a mutual fund or an ETF investor. But yes, I totally accurate. agree.
0: No, you. Not put more than 25%, but you shouldn't put 25%.
1: Most financial planners will tell you 5%, like you said earlier. Yeah. They will tell you 5% in an individual company is a good number. So, and imagine then if this guy's got a million dollars and he's got five companies. He Potentially is. four, if he's doing 25%. Potentially, he could have four companies. Sure, sure. And yep. not break his rule. Could have 250000 in each company. But even if he's got 20 companies, right? If he's got 5%, he's still got 20 companies. It's still a lot of money in any individual stock. He's still got $50,000 in every stock. I wonder...
0: After this article comes out. So we have a timestamp of his million dollars. And as you mentioned at the beginning of the story, he went down and lost almost everything given the risk he has taken. And in theory will continue to take, will he retain that million dollars? Where is he going to be a year from now?
1: Well, the answer we is looking at the up-down, the volatility he's had along the way, the answer is clearly no. I mean, he's going to continue to go up quickly or he's going to continue to go down quickly because he's taking a lot of risk. And I think the thing people need to realize is when you take the type of risk that this guy may or may not have, have, have taken um, – that, that 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 volatility is going to swing both ways, Bobby. It's going to be yeah. he's still going to be, you know, a nervous wreck. There's still going yeah.
0: to be Well, we don't know if he's that nervous. He does talk about controlling emotions, but maybe he should be nervous because the other thing that I want to point out to people, that's another red flag here is these are his retirement funds.
1: Right. He's either going to have a great retirement or no retirement.
0: This guy, if he listens to this, he's going to hate me. <laughs>
1: I don't know because he's no. looking at it differently than you do. He's looking at, he's looking at what investors call alpha, right? Getting upside over yes. and above the market by, by, by trading more. And back in the day when active managers ruled the world and there weren't these big passive exchange traded funds, that's what every advisor looked for was somebody that could trade better than the market did. And we know reading all kinds of books that, uh, that, that is a very rare burden deed It can be done. The big problem though, Bobby, isn't that whether it can be done or not, it's whether you can uh, pick who's going to do it next. That's, that's the hard part. Yeah.
0: And, and I, I do worry that more people are doing more active trading because a lot of companies, really almost all the big companies really, they don't charge you for trading anymore. So it used to be, if it hit you and you had to pay a fee for each trade, you're going to think twice before you hit that buy or sell button And now because it's effectively free. Um, at least in terms of what you're actually paying for the actual trade. It was for the average person. The average person probably cannot pull this off.
1: People who are with us for our end of the year, best of episodes, biggest moments episodes, the last week of December, the, the going to free trading was a big, was, was in that list. And we went to, uh, the whole battle of Schwab doing it. And then everybody else following Schwab, but really look at what's happening now because of coronavirus, Bobby. I mean, we Mm -hmm. did that story about the, it's awful about the trader committing suicide. Um, and, 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 and frankly, I think free trades, have a lot to do. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mental health has a lot to do with everything, right? has Mm -hmm. a ton to do with it. But free trades takes this problem and makes it even worse. There's no sports going on anymore. So everybody is betting. they got all these people betting on stocks now because there's no, I mean, hey, there's no fee. The only fee is, as Julie (laughs) Julie says here in the comments, there's no fee to day trade your 401k. It's just ugly. Imagine day trading your 401k. Either way though, but Julie, listen, if if you day trade your 401k, one of two things are going to ha- happen and either way it creates a worry-free situation. Either you have tons of money then afterwards and you don't have to worry about retirement ever again, or you have no money and you don't have to worry about it either. So it creates a worry-free situation, Bobby.
0: No worries. Carefree life, no problems. What could possibly go wrong for this guy? I mean, look, I wish him all the best. I just think that I worry that people seeing this who don't read really carefully and don't listen to our show could really have a problem. You know, everyone, tell your friends to listen to our show so they can make their own decision about this guy. You know people
1: people are going to read this and they're going to go, wow, I could do that too. Mm -hmm. I know it looks a little dangerous, but I could do that too. Totally. Yeah, Uh, Hey, in just a second, I can't wait to hear what Bobby's takeaway is. Believe it or not, I have one too, but let's uh, say a big thanks to our sponsor for today's show. Tiller, your financial life in a spreadsheet automatically updated every day. I use this thing uh, myself. Uh, That's not a reason to use it, but I'll tell you why I like using it. That's because there's automated transaction imports from over 21,000 banks. Everything comes directly into your spreadsheet support for Google sheets and Microsoft Excel. There also is a foundation template, the tiller money labs template, So you can go choose which type of budget you want to keep. They've got something for everyone. And because it's a spreadsheet, you can even modify it to be what you want. Because you're paying a monthly subscription or an annual subscription, there's no annoying ads or intrusive partner offers, automatic transaction uh, categorization with complete control of all your settings, Secure real time collaboration, daily email of activity and balances across to all your accounts, support for multiple spreadsheets, and of course, strict privacy and 256 bit AES bank rate encryption. I don't know, Bobby, what 256 bit AES bank grade encryption, but I know Peter (laughs) and I know that that is bank level security. Just talking to Peter over there. So check it out. Uh, Use our link, head to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF and uh, see what uh, all the fun is about over at Tiller. Bobby, speaking of fun, what's your fun takeaway? I think, I think your takeaway, hold on, let me see if I can guess your takeaway. (laughs) Your takeaway is you agree with Julie here hanging out with us. We should all go day trade our 401k because that's, this is where fortunes are made. This is it.
0: Yeah. You know me so well. We've, we've known each other a few years. We've been working together now for almost two years. um, Unbelievably. Um, That's crazy. Um, My takeaway is that this is a story. I'm going to say something nice. This is a story about controlling your emotions. I certainly could not pull this off, but Congrats that he did. The key here is that he had a plan and he did not waver. If you believe the story. Not so sure. That's it? That's it. <laughs> what do you have to say,
1: Joe? I, I... Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. I don't think you
0: saw my negatives. My neg- you picked this story, to be clear. And, which I think is a fantastic thing to talk about. But I don't think you saw... You had anticipated how sort of um, skeptical I would be about this.
1: Uh, Yes, but no. Yes. (laughs) Correct. Correct. That is just uh, not a Bobby takeaway right there. So that's, that's good. (laughs) I like that. Uh, It's very much surprised me. My, my takeaway is this, that uh, I think uh, how to phrase this. I think that there is so much truth in this, but but you have to be able to parse what what is the truth and what's not. The trend is your friend, but that doesn't mean day trading works for you. Keeping 50% of your money in cash is absolutely ludicrous. If you're a long-term investor, you cannot do that. For a day trader, okay, I get it. For you and I, absolutely not using options absolutely not we don't need to use options to get where we want to go you're just increasing risk but also letting your winners run until you reach your goal great idea and learning to sell off your loser position no matter whether you made money or not yes you have to be able to make the tough calls to be a good manager so there is some good advice here bobby is it real i don't know but for me i i actually i you know i don't really care let I actually have almost the same reaction as they had at the bottom of this piece. Good for you. Now, f <laughs> How's that for a takeaway?
0: Yeah. No. I. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the fact that yeah, you you call. But look, it's some of the problem is some of his advice. His, some of his advice is really really good, and some of his advice is really dangerous.
1: Yeah, I totally. So agree. that's
0: that's what's hard about the story. Yes. Is if you believe it, um it's really good advice. Some things, I mean, definitely take the emotion out and definitely don't have too much exposure to one stock, but
1: uh, yeah, but okay. don't do it, but don't <laughs> do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't, don't try to do this kids. Yeah, not try it's, to I this.
0: feel like, I feel like there should have been that warning. Like, I, I, I don't know. These are professionals and people don't attempt this at home. One of those, what do they used to say? Something yeah, like
1: Yeah. If I, as a professional, don't try this at home. Right.
0: Well, also the truth is that, you know, a lot of that stuff, like, like magicians, they'll be like, we're professionals don't do this at home. The truth is they're often doing things that, you know, they have different, um, skill sets and different tools available to them to do this. So we don't really know what he's, what he's doing. I don't
1: know. And the biggest tool he might have available to him is lying, right? Maybe I didn't Maybe. say it. No, we don't know. The
0: word, the word apparently is in the headline. So thank you, Sean.
1: Yes. Thank you for that, Sean. But Sean should have also put a warning label. Don't try this at home on there, Sean. Just well, you just one people. Well, you know, we this. don't, I,
0: as a, as a journalist slash former journalist or whatever, I, we were not supposed to put in our own sort of, now just, I can say whatever I want, but just you know, having worked stuff. at orders for so long, you're not supposed to import your own opinion. It's just, sure. just to say, that's why they say apparently.
1: Yes there's apparently yes good use of words there
0: i hope the story got a lot of clicks for sean though
1: bobby how do people help us make the show because from time to time we'll have an instagram poll where people can weigh in
0: well on instagram you can be part of those polls and quizzes and questions and get a shout out in the show it's at money friends pod it's the handle we even have the same handle on twitter and they could even join us live on youtube which they can find just by searching for the money with friends youtube channel on youtube and they could subscribe and they'll even get alerts Modern technology.
1: Are you sitting down? You can even get alerts when alerts we go live. on YouTube. That is amazing. <laughs> yes. It's amazing. And you know what? All for the price of absolutely free. You're welcome, world. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> She's Bobby. I'm Joe. Uh, Bobby's back uh, tomorrow with who? Jamila. Jamila, Jamila Sifron will be with us. Yes. Fantastic. All right, Journey guys. Journey launch. Bobby and Jamila will be back here. Then Lindsay Goldberg and I on uh, Thursday, Friday. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.